Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. We are reading in the book of Genesis. Now, last time we read Genesis chapter 47. And at the end of chapter 47, basically the uh, showing the results of the famine in the land of Egypt. Let's see. So basically, Pharaoh's people, the Egyptians, all sold their land and everything basically into the service of Pharaoh so that they would have food to survive the famine. And then here towards the end, uh, the time is drawing near for Jacob, Israel, to die. Then he said, swear to me that you will do it. He wanted Joseph to have him buried back in, um, let's see, what does he say? Bury me in the burial place of my family uh, at Hebron in the cave of Machpelah, or maybe it's Machpelah. I'm not very good with these. But nonetheless, um, Joseph said he would. Um, so he swore to him. Then Israel, Jacob, bowed in worship at the head of the bed. Okay. So that was the end of Genesis chapter 47. We are ready to read Genesis chapter 48. Now I am reading from the Amplified Bible. Now sometime after these things happened, Joseph was told, Your father is sick. So he took his two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim, with him to go to Goshen. And when Jacob, Israel, was told, Look, now your son Joseph has come to you, Israel strengthened himself and sat up on the bed. Then Jacob said to Joseph, God Almighty appeared to me at Luz, Bethel, in the land of Canaan, and blessed me, and said to me, Behold, I will make you fruitful and numerous, and I will make you a great company of people, and will give this land to your descendants after you as an everlasting possession. Now your two sons, Ephraim and Manasseh, who were born to you in the land of Egypt before I came to you in Egypt, are mine. Ephraim and Manasseh shall be mine, that is, adopted as my heirs and sons, as surely as Reuben and Simeon are my sons. But other sons who were born to you after them shall be your own. They shall be called by the names of their two brothers in their inheritance. Now as for me, when I came in from Padan in Mesopotamia, Rachel died beside me in the land of Canaan on the journey, when there was still some distance to go to Ephrath, and I buried her there on the way to Ephrath, that is, Bethlehem. When Israel, who was almost blind, saw Joseph's sons, he said, Who are these? Joseph said to his father, they are my sons, whom God has given me here in Egypt. So he said, Please bring them to me, so that I may bless them. Now Israel's eyes were so dim from age that he could not see clearly. Then Joseph brought them close to him, and he kissed and embraced them. Israel said to Joseph, I, have, I never expected to see your face, but see, God has shown me your children as well. Then Joseph took the boys from his father's presence, uh, from his father's embrace, I'm sorry, and he bowed before him with his face to the ground. Then Joseph took them both, Ephraim with his right hand toward Israel's left, and Manasseh with his left hand toward Israel's right, and brought them close to him. But Israel reached out his right hand and laid it on the head of Ephraim, who was the younger, 
and his left hand on Manasseh's head, crossing his arms or hands intentionally. So he intentionally crossed his hands and arms, even though Manasseh was the firstborn. Then Jacob, Israel, blessed Joseph and said, The God before whom my fathers, Abraham and Isaac, walked in faithful obedience, the God who has been my shepherd, leading and caring for me all my life to this day, the angel that is the Lord himself who has redeemed me continually from all evil, bless the boys, and may my name live on in them. May they be worthy of having their names linked with mine and the names of my fathers, Abraham and Isaac. And may they grow into a great multitude in the midst of the earth. Now notice here that Jacob, or Israel, did cross hands so that the blessing that should have been on the firstborn is on the younger, and the blessing that is on the firstborn is the blessing that should have been for the younger. It's kind of it's kind of odd, but he crossed his hands here. He crossed his arms. Okay, and uh, anyway, it's just it's just something to note, just something to be aware of. And they're going to have a little discussion here. When Joseph saw that his father laid his right hand on Ephraim's head, it displeased him, because he was not the firstborn, and he grasped his father's hand to move it from Ephraim's head to Manasseh's head. Joseph said to his father. Not so, my father, for this is the firstborn. Place your right hand on Manasseh's head. But his father refused and said, I know, my son, I know. Manasseh also will become a people, and he will be great. But his younger brothers shall be greater than he, and his descendants shall become a multitude of nations. Then Jacob blessed them that day, saying, By you Israel will pronounce a blessing, saying, May God make you like Ephraim and Manasseh. And he put Ephraim before Manasseh. Then Israel said to Joseph, Behold, I am about to die, but God will be with you and bring you back to Canaan, the land of your fathers. Moreover, I have given you the birthright, one portion, Shechem, one mountain ridge, more than any of your brothers, which I took, reclaiming it from the hand of the Amorites with my sword and with my bow. The, the thing of note here is that Jacob again blessed the younger boy more, saying that Ephraim would be greater than Manasseh. So, and we will see how that proves out and how these things follow um, in the uh, chapters and, and the books ahead. We'll see how this plays out. Uh, but for right now, you know, Joseph wasn't really thrilled with that, but that's. That was Israel or Jacob's leading, I believe, from God that he was supposed to do that. So it's something to note. So even though the blessing that uh, Joseph, I mean, that uh, Jacob, Israel, gave to Joseph's sons, Ephraim and uh, Manasseh, was different than expected and not what Joseph was looking for, notice that um, Jacob really, in a way, he kind of bypassed Joseph. Joseph Instead of being a tribe, now both his sons are their own tribe of Israel. They're their own sons of Israel. So that Joseph is not really even counted as, if you notice, there's no tribe of Joseph that is mentioned or that comes later. It is, is the two boys, Ephraim and Manasseh. 
Now, you, so you say in a way, well, that means there's two tribes of Joseph. And in a way, I suppose you could say that. But in a way, Joseph has kind of been bypassed also. But Jacob adopts, adopts Joseph's sons as his own and makes them two. Now, just the first two. Now, not any others that come after that. Any others that come after that, he says they have to be counted in one, you know, as as heirs with one of these two. You know, so if if Joseph had more sons, say, after these two, they would have to, uh, you know, be placed in, um, in as a member of one of these two tribes. Um, that way, Joseph wouldn't have a bunch more of his own tribes. But but this gave him basically two tribes. And we'll, we, we will hear about these tribes of Israel. They're mentioned uh, quite often. All the tribes are mentioned. But, I mean, these two come up, too, also, I should say. They come up quite often in the Old Testament as we read through as well. So. All right, so just wanted to notice that and see that, and I wanted to I wanted to backtrack and make sure that I was not confusing anything. Um, but definitely, that is how we come up with the tribes of Israel that we have, and why there is no tribe of Joseph. There's actually two, and in a way, this also makes up for the fact that the tribe of Levi, uh, which is the the priestly tribe, who doesn't. You know, they're not involved in a lot of the normal day-to-day things that the other tribes are involved in because they are the priests. So so this is how we still keep the same number of tribes being active in other things, but we still have that one uh, separate priestly tribe. Okay, And, and you'll, we'll see more of this as we go and read through uh, the, the following books of the Bible. So all this will... Um, make more sense and uh, as we go and all of this will, um, you know, you'll you'll be called to remember this as we read through the next books is what I'm getting at. You'll you'll be glad that you remember this because without this, without knowing these basics, like to read the Old Testament, you really need to start in the beginning and read through because without this history, without knowing these things, uh, a lot of it's just going to sound very, very confusing, very um, mixed up. If you just jump into, say, the middle of Kings or Chronicles, and you don't read any of the previous history, it, it becomes it can become overwhelming or confusing. You know, not like now the Proverbs and Psalms. You can take those and read those separately as long as you have some understanding, and you can get a lot from them. But but some of the other books, like I say, like Chronicles and Kings, if, without some of this background. Some points, some uh, valuable information would be lost. So it's good to know these things. So, all right. Anyway, that is Genesis chapter 48. I want to thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day. May God bless you and keep you safe. And remember, God loves you.